Have you ever studied for an exam that you want to throw your computer out the window or uh, slam your head into a wall a million times or, you know, move to a third world country, abandon all hope for humanity, change your name and have specific night terrors at night while you're trying to sleep? Okay, well, maybe that's a little too specific. Anyways, if you have any of those symptoms, you are experiencing the CISSP experience. Join me as I discuss my experience with CISSP, how it led up to it, and some hopefully give you some tips and tricks on how to pass this exam. Um, strap yourself in. This is going to be a big one. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Inside the Loop. I'm your host, Jay, and today we're going to be talking about the uh, my CISSP experience. Um, so... First of all, I, this is like my second attempt trying to do this one because uh, the first one I had way too many like ums, 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 ums. And I'm sure I'm going to do a bunch of them in this one too, but uh, I'm going to try to limit them as much as I can. Um, so I see I just did right there. But anyways, I uh, have a lot of notes to go through. Um, there's going to be a lot of a lot of sharing in this episode. So you're not really going to see this uh, handsome face or ugly mug, however you want to put it, however you view it as. But uh you know, there's a lot of notes here. Um, I have about 11 pages worth, so it's going to be uh, a long one, as I was saying. So strap yourself in and uh, get yourself comfortable so you're going to be here for a little while. Um, but first and foremost, I just want to let you know that this is my experience. Uh, this is not going to be, you know, something exactly verbatim what you're going to experience in CSSP exam. But I'm going to tell you what I went through, what I love to it, uh, you know, how, how, what you can do to help you out with the exam and leading up to the exam, maybe give you like a cookie cutter timeline and also the format of the exam, how this is, you know, how it is laid out right now. So with that being said, I do want to say that I do have, a, you know, um, I want to give a shout out to my coworkers that I currently work with uh, because uh, they had to. This experience was not only for me. This was experience that we all went through together, and I say that with some uh, with some uh, you know joking in my voice because uh, let's put it this way: I have people in my office that at one point were like, "Hmm, you know what? I might take that exam at some point," you know, because it might be something in my career. But after seeing me go through this exam and get to that point, they were like. Nah, man, it's not for me. So, uh, anyways, uh, hopefully you don't feel this way after this uh, this podcast is over. But uh, you know, I'm gonna do my best to help you out and give you as many tips and tricks and uh, tell you the format of the exam. So, um, so I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen right now. So, give me one second. If you're watching for the if well, you're watching this on YouTube um, or uh, the Patreon, I'm sharing my screen right now. I'm switching over. So forgive me. Hopefully you see the screen. Um, if not, then uh, I'm doing this for nothing. So fantastic. Anyways, so first of all, who is this exam for, right? So why am I talking about this exam? You know, what 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 is this and all that kind of stuff? So this exam is for people who are, as this mentions here, and, and once again, I do want to let you know these notes. Um, I, so I have notes up on a screen right now, and these notes are 11 pages long. Like I said, we have a lot of stuff to get to. Um, and these I'm going to share on a sync link. I use uh, sync as my sharing um, cloud platforms instead of like Google Drive or anything. The reason why sync is uh, has encrypted links I can give to you, and it's not sent over in the clear. And also, uh, they don't dig into your privacy like uh, Google Drive or the other ones. So um, I like sync personally. I'm not so. Anyways, so with this this exam, CSSP, who is it for? 
this is mostly for like managers, you know, like tech, like, like, uh, I would say like uh, cybersecurity managers, right? Or even if you're IT manager, you want to be an IT manager, this is also kind of for you. Um, for the most part, they say it's a managerial exam. I really don't feel that, you know, as a manager, you need to get as technical as they do it on the CSSP exam, but I guess that's just me. But anyways, um, you know, with that being said, it, it, it's a it's a good exam, you know, it's have underneath your belt. It's 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 good for a management position. It's good for leadership, uh, you know, and it's applicable to all realms of cyber. Right. You know, believe it or not, that this exam is actually uh, comparable to a two years associate's degree. I actually have a note right here um, on the screen and I have my cursor next to a link that leads to an article that you can read about it. Uh, and then finally, I have the link to the uh, the website, the actual ISC2 website um, that that will go ahead and lead you to the, the you know where I'm describes the exam um, right there so in fact you know what, let's go to that website right now so here's the uh, the CSSP the ISC2 uh, I can't I, I can't even say that that name that uh, the company's name for the life of me but here's the uh, the CSSP it tells you a little bit you know what it what it takes and you know here's a path for certification uh, kind of kind of lays out for you your pathway for certification right it has different different stuff so on the screen right now I have a went to the actual site and then you see some boxes here as one two three four and you know it says ensure the CSSP right for you number one number two register for the exam so it kind of shows you like the pathway for a certification uh, so they talk about who who can earn a CSSP, who what's the ideal person for uh, getting into CSSP, and right here they have on the screen some job titles like so that would be Chief Information Security Officer, Chief Information Officer, Director Director of Security, IT Director Manager, Security Systems Engineer, Security Analyst, Security Manager, Security Auditor, Security Architect, Security Consultant, Network Architect, all security and one network, right? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so. Um, you know, so this is this has like everybody who's in cyber. It's 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 a good deal if you want. It's an advanced it's advanced certification. So if you want to go ahead and kind of you know take it, don't take it with a grain take it with a grain of salt and don't take it for granted. It's a really hard exam. Like I said, it's not for everybody down here. And there's different paths that you go to. They have different down here for their company's pathway. You know, every every single company like EC Council, Sands, they have their own pathways. They have their own pathways too. I've never taken any of the other uh, courses, the cloud security or the healthcare security and privacy um, so I'd be interested if anybody took these let me know if they if they're you know any good or not so um, you know let me know in the comments down on the YouTube channel if you're if you're watching this if not then go ahead and send me an email or even send me a mess message on patreon so um, anyway so let's go back to my notes here so yeah so that's the official site that kind of explains you know who is it for right um, it's an overall good exam so now we're gonna kind of go into the format of this thing so the format, right? So now I had this an, an error before in my first video, so I'm glad I kind of redid this. But um, as of right now, in February 2023, the, the exam takes four hours to complete. Uh, you have 125 to 175 questions for the pool. Uh, and it's in a CAT formatting. If you don't know what a CAT formatting is, it's more of like a targeted test. So it's one of those lines where, you know, you have a question that you'll get right. And then they'll they'll ask you another question to get right. And if you get it right, they'll move on to the next one because they're like, all right, you know that you know that body of knowledge or that question. And if you get it wrong though, they'll kind of drill into you a little bit more to try to figure out what you, how how wrong you need it. So you'll see questions get harder or 
easier or, you know, so that's kind of what the CAT stands for. And it stands for computerized adaptive testing. Uh, I put a, a uh, Wikipedia link in there if you want to go take a look exactly what the CAT formatting is. I'm not going to go to it, but um, you can take a look for yourself. It's, it, it'll explain more in depth, uh, but the gist of it is what I kind of just said. It's better targeted testing based on getting right or wrong. So you need uh, 700 out of 1,000 to pass, which is roughly 70%. Um, so that's their that's their versioning. You need 700. You don't get you don't get a uh, a uh, score at the end of the exam. You won't know how much you get uh, if you pass or fail, uh, unfortunately. But anyways, so they have some domains that they cover here. I don't know if I have the uh, the actual domains up in here for that. Um, as far as the website goes, I'm gonna check real quick. Give me one second. Um, Maybe, and if I don't, then we're not gonna waste too too much time on yet. Yeah, I don't have it up on me on uh, right there with me. So I'm just gonna put the ones I have on the screen here. So on the screen, I have uh, the domains here. So they have security and risk management. that's gonna cover the ethics portions, governance, legal regulations, threat modeling, supply chains. You have asset security, asset security, which is gonna be asset classification, data classification, and compliance. Um, Security architect and engineering, that's a really big one. So if you're going to study for this exam, make sure you pay attention to that one. That one's like uh, the biggest part, the biggest uh, the biggest chapter, I believe. Um, security models, high design principles, cryptographic topics, facility design controls. Uh, you have your communication network security. That one's like a small, a small portion of it. It's important and they're all important. But uh, as far as the material goes inside the book, it's like a small amount of pages. Um, you have identity access management, which is the uh, authentication, network types, multi-factor authentication, um, you know, SSO and cloud services, control uh, cloud control mechanics, radius, TACAX. You have security assessment and testing, which is the pen testing, vulnerability assessments, disaster recovery and business continuity planning, or error handling, audits, and SOC. Security operations, which is investigations, logging, IR, Preventative measures, DRP, again, um, physical security. And then you have finally the software development uh, security, which is the software development lifecycle, programming, programming languages, you know, impact of uh, software developments and DevOps and stuff. So that's kind of how it's laid out, um, you know, and there's there's a couple things out there where they kind of tell you, oh, yeah, you know, if you get like a certain amount, you know, that's not true. Like I was told that if you uh, get a hundred, a uh, hundred and they kind of cut you at that, then you're good. You know, I, I got I got the 125 pool questions up here um, that I, I highlight right here. I actually got the 125. So um, so I don't know if they I know at one point it was 100 questions uh, that they may, they increased the pool recently on that. So, yeah. So that's kind of the format of the exam. And you're going to go each domain has a certain weight on it. Um, I don't have the, the link up in front of me right now, but each domain has a certain weight and percentage that it weighs on. So, uh, you know, for example, everything's like roughly about 11%, but then you have like the security architecture and engineering, which is like weighs 13% more, I mean, 13% total. And then you got like the software, I think is 12%. So the, there's certain areas in certain domains that they call them in CSSP that have, um, different heavier weighting as far as the, uh, the points go I, it's kind of hard to kind of tell you how the points go because they don't really explain it to you that well but you know so now you kind of know the format and how it is um and the testing center i'm gonna i'll explain the experience to you how, how that goes to when we get to it but so um you know we'll save the testing center for a little bit later but as far as passing and failing so if you pass 
you'll get a printout in the exam on uh, the exam center and it'll tell you congratulations, right? And once you pass, you have to go and sign up to become a member at ISC2. After you register, you have to fill out an application with your experience. It's basically, it's kind of like your resume and, you know, what you've done so far in IT to, you know, get, get yourself in there. And you need a person to, who's already a CSSP to endorse you. Or you can have ISC2 endorse you. I don't know what the process is for that. So, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's a longer process or a tougher process. I have no clue. Um, I didn't go that route. I actually had... Uh, my commander helped me out with that. Um, he was he's a CSSP, so he kind of endorsed me. Um, but so if you have anybody you know watching this or listening has had that experience with ISC two endorsing you, please let me know. I would like to know that. Um, I've heard different things. I heard that sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's more of a pain. But you know, I I have no clue. But once you have that that they can put in their license number and they'll review it and they can endorse you. Once they're once you're endorsed, um, you know. You'll you'll go ahead and you'll wait six to eight weeks roughly for them to review everything. And then you'll get a, an email saying, hey, congratulations, you pass. I mean, like you're endorsed now. All right. You're a CSSP. Or if you uh, if you haven't met the mark, because I think there's like a eight years experience or 10 years experience, something like that, something along the lines, excuse me, something along those lines. Um then you'll become an associate and you can always later on add that experience that you did. So you'll build up the experience like by getting a new job or getting some more courses or, you know, being out, out in the actual IT world or cybersecurity world. And that will kind of help you gain that experience. So you can uh, submit it to ISC2 and then they'll review and you, then you'll become a CSSP. But regardless, either CSSP or an associate will get it. Hey, congratulations. You are a, excuse me, CSSP. And yay, you did it. And now they're going to slap you with a $135 maintenance fee that you have to pay right up front. All about the money, huh? Got to love it. Anyways, um, so you'll you'll pay that fee and then all of a sudden you'll get a nice little portfolio in the mail. And it will have your certificate in it and say, hey, congratulations. Here's your CSSP certificate. And you're like, nice, right? Now, if you fail, uh, which I did uh, many times, and we'll go over my experience in a few minutes here, but uh, if you fail, um, you'll get it a printout in, from the exam uh, afterwards, and instead of saying congratulations, it's going to have a bunch of domains on there, the domains that I just kind of mentioned to you up on the screen up there, and it's going to have like you know a, a bar of how how much percentage you did, and uh, you know they'll show you like the, how how much you got in one area, one another, and that's kind of good because when you go back to study, or if you go to back to study for this, you kind of know where you're weak at, what domain, and that's where you can kind of start and go from there. But if you fail in your first attempt, you have 30 days to wait afterwards. There's a 30-day waiting period. So which is good. I think that's a good personal uh, amount of time in order to study an exam or retake. I think that there should be no longer wait periods personally. I think if there is maybe a 45-minute max, I mean, excuse me, not 45 minutes, yeah, right? 45-day uh, max. Because once you start going past those marks, you start forgetting things uh, in my personal experience. So, um, I'm a, you know, that's what I believe with those. But anyways, that's not my call. I don't make the rules on these things. So, so 30 days is the first attempt. Second attempt, second attempt you're going to have to wait 90 days after that. So, roughly a month and a half, right? No, no. No, three months. Sorry, three months, right? Yeah, three months. So you have to wait about three months in order to actually take the exam again. 
Um, and then finally the third and beyond, if you go any further than that, after the third time, the fourth, fifth, blah, 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 then you have to wait 180 days, which is four months. So you got to wait that long. Um, but and it's funny how it works because they say you can take the exam three times in a 12-month period, but if you end up failing three or four times, you're kind of screwed because, you know, you can't do four and four, then you got to wait another four. Well, I, I guess maybe. I don't know. I think you're cutting it personally. Yeah, so technically you can for three three times, but it's stupid. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> Also, the other thing that I want to note too about that is the failure the failures you get are cumulative, okay? They don't they don't disappear. <clears throat> it's not like you take the exam and then you wait like 2 years or whatever like that and then it's, you know, you you get a fresh like restart so if you fail, you can do 30 days again. No. So if you fail as an example I have here on a screen, if you fail 2020 and then you take it again in 2022, you still have one failure from 2020. So now you got to wait 90 days instead of 30, and that's part of the experience that I'm going to talk about in a few seconds here. So let me grab my drink because I'm starting to get a little dry. So anyways. <clears throat> and yes, that was a gallon of water. So it has Mio water. If you, don't, if you haven't had a Mio water, it's really good. Um, it's a good way to flavor your water, but we're not talking about that right now. Um, so yeah, so that's accumulative. I found that out and I was, I was, so because when I went to go take the exam again, I was like, really dude, but okay. So that is the format and at what this exam's about and why we take it. And, you know, and so in summary on that, it's, it's a, uh, it's a good exam. Um, it's very hard. It's unrealistic, and we'll get into a minute, and we'll get into that towards the end of this. Uh, my experience, why it's unrealistic, um, you know, but that's okay. So, all right. So on my screen, I moved over down to the experience portion. My experience with the CSSP, the whole reason why I'm talking about this in this podcast today. My first attempt was in 2018. Um, I was on a stateside mobilization, and in you know my National Guard unit, so. Um, you know, what I did was, is I just took the book, the 11th hour. So I have that up here, right here. Um, so this book right here, I took this book for the 11th hour and I basically said, you know, I've been in IT for a while. Uh, you know, I've, I've covered it cause I looked into the exam a little bit beforehand and then I was talking to, um, I was talking to my, who, who my commander, actually, he wasn't my commander then, but now he is. And I was talking to him for a little bit and I was like, you know, he was telling me about it and he was like, yeah, no, it just talks about this. So I looked at the, the topics and I was like, oh, this covers like everything in IT that I've ever done in my entire life. So this actually shouldn't be too bad of a big deal, right? Um, so I took that book, studied it, read it a couple times, um, you know, took the took some quizzes that I found online and they had their own, their own check on learning stuff in that book. So I did that. It took about three months to do that. And then, uh, you know, I went ahead and I said, decided I was just going to take the, take the exam because I think, uh, I think I got it, you know, like, I mean, why am I going to go relearn about like the OSI model when I already know that thing pretty well? Or, you know, why am I going to go learn about like, you know, um, what a computer is because I'm pretty sure I know what a computer is and I'm hoping everybody else on this podcast who's listening or watching this knows what a computer is. Um, if not, we need to talk. 
But anyways, um, yeah, so that's what I mean, like things like that topics. So I was like, figured, you know, it's topics like that. You just go take the exam. Right. So I went ahead and I took the exam and I got bombed it. All right. I got about like a 50 percent. Like I said, you don't get a score, but based on the percentages I got back, I got 50 percent. So I was like, because I though you know, you have 70 percent is what you need to pass. Uh, you know, and you know, the total is a thousand. So I, I got like in the, you know, like the fifties and the forties. So I was about halfway there. Um, so I was a little distraught by that. Um, you know, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take a break from it and, uh, maybe I need to prepare myself a little bit better for this exam. So in my attempt number two was in 2020, I decided to take the exam again. And this time I wanted a course because you know, sometimes you tend to do better when you take do take an exam with a course, right? So, my National Guard unit, I asked them for let me take the the SANS prep course because uh, I was talking to my commander about it and a couple of the people in my National Guard unit, and they were telling me, hey, that 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 SANS course and for uh, that has the prep, the CSSP prep, that one is amazing. Like I I went ahead and took the uh, took the course, took the exam a couple weeks after, and I passed that bad boy, and I was like, really, like. That may be the key. So I tried asking my unit for that, and they told me they don't have the funding for it at the time. So they sent me to a military training course. Uh, that was a course that was two weeks long, and of course it was virtual because you know pandemic, right? Um, so I was home, and it went at a decent pace. It was overall a good course. You know, I studied materials, which was the eleventh hour again. Um, you know, and I also added another one, which was the, uh, the Amazon, what well, was on, it's on the Amazon to buy, but it's the Cybex CSSP, um, study guide. I think I got it right here. Yep. This one right here. This is, this is the bundle. You kind of use both. Um, if you, if you haven't, if you haven't, you're not watching it, but I switched over to the Amazon link that shows the CSSP, um, bundle group that has, uh, the official study guide and practice test. Uh, so these, 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 uh, these books are really good. Uh, so I studied them, and uh, back then it was the seventh edition, I believe. So this is the ninth latest one. Um, but I found some practice questions along with those, and I studied uh, you know, the book and eleventh hour again, and took the course. So I figured, all right, I think I'm ready for this one. So I wait. I think I waited a little bit longer this time. Uh, no, no, a little bit less time. Sorry, I took it two months this time because I figured. The course uh, would help me out. So, you know, so after that, I uh, took the exam and uh, I failed. However, I did get better than 50%. I got like, a, you know, more 50% and more 60 So I was like, all right. So, you know, I figured whatever, I'm not going to take it again this year. I'll take a break. And I'll come back to it because, uh, you know, this exam is like draining me. So my third attempt. My third attempt was in 2021. So I put a little more effort into this one because I was like, you know, I uh, I kind of wanted to go at more of a rapid pace for this one. So I hate to say it, but I'm actually kind of better under pressure, right? So I don't want to see you guys when if you see me in real life going, you're under pressure or I'm going to get you or something like that. You know, like just to kind of push me under pressure. Okay, I know that was kind of cheesy, but still. Anyways, uh, the point is I'm trying to say I hate being under pressure. And, uh, you know, I hate I, I hate to say that I'm, I work better underneath the pressure. Um, but sometimes I do. And that's how and that's how it works, you know. Um, so I kind of moved it back to like, you know, two months of studying or a couple, you know, like that kind of thing. Try to bang this out basically. 
I gave the other one two months too, but it was like more than two, two and a half months. But this one was going to be like two months, right? So, um, with that being said, I kind of gave myself a, um, you know, so I gave myself like a hard deadline on this one. And I added some more resources that I have here on the screen that I'm going to kind of go over with you. So the first one was the Boson CSSP testing engine. And I think I had that one up here, actually. I think it was up here earlier. Is it this one? Yeah. Yep. Right here. So this one, the uh, Boson testing engine. So if you haven't taken Boson, if it's right here. So I pulled up the Boson uh, site with the uh, CSSP um, module uh, engine. And I'm circling the uh, example that's down at the bottom here. Um, for you guys, not any of listening to the podcast that are not watching it, um, there's a box on the bottom and it shows you kind of like, you know, the layout is a regular test where it has like the question and it has like ABC and then it tells you the answer on the bottom is correct if you get it wrong or whatever. <clears throat> so if you ever taken the typical testing engine software, it's like that. So I took that, you know, it was 400, it's $499. It's not too bad for the year. Uh, you know, it's, it's decent testing engine, but really didn't help me too much um, because the questions were most more so along the lines of like too direct you know what I'm saying um I don't know it just didn't really help me now now I'm not saying that it may not help you you can go ahead and try it out for yourself and everything but I know for me it really didn't help me too much so it was a good it was a good kind of like review but it wasn't enough for me on that so now the next one I did was actually I found this one on reddit I was trying to you know, find question for the exam or find something that was kind of very similar to how the exam is for it. Because I wasn't looking for a test dumps or anything like that, which by the way, that's not the way to do this exam. Uh, you know, that's not going to help you at all, really, this exam because the way it's like laid out, I hate to tell you. But, um, you know, so I was trying to find things that simulate the exam. So this way, like I can get into the mindset and like the, the zone of how the exam actually works. So, I came across this one on Reddit, CSSP, uh, CSSP prep net. Um, and, you know, the questions and everything, if I'm pulling up right here, the questions and everything, this is the website right here. So if I go to the main side, the main part of the website here, um, you'll see it's pretty cheap. It's only uh, $24.99 to join and you get access to all these quizzes, all these, uh, these uh, our exams. You get the study guides and the study tips are free. And there's also a free practice quiz down here, but for twenty four ninety nine, this is really good. This is this like gives you like it's not the exact test questions, but they give you a simulation of like how the exam is going to be, meaning how hard the questions are. <clears throat> in fact, some of them are actually harder in my my personal opinion. Some of them are actually harder in my personal opinion, um, which is good. Right, because I think the harder the question is, the better you'll be prepared for the actual exam. But twenty four ninety nine, you can't go wrong. Definitely helps out, and it's gonna be part of my timeline, my cookie cutter timeline. I'm gonna kind of lay out for you. So, so Anki, Anki is another one I used. Uh, I actually use it now for everything else. It's kind of like my go-to for when I, especially when I have like SANS exams, um, you know, with terminology. They basically, their uh, Anki are virtual flashcards, okay? And uh, these virtual flashcards are not like normal virtual club flashcards. They are flashcards that um, kind of like grow with you. 
So what I mean is that they'll you'll make the flashcards. They have the front and back. You can set them up that way. But when you actually test yourself, they'll try to be like, all right, here's like five cards, and then you'll 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 do them. And if you get them wrong, they'll go back and forth until you finally get them enough where you're actually getting them right. And then they'll be like, all right, congratulations, you did that for today. And then the next day they'll review them, but they'll add on more cards. And so on and so forth. And they'll keep adding cards or they'll they'll drop a couple cards based on how you're you're doing and stuff. So um Aki's really good. Um actually I was I learned I was I found it through um one of my uh, coworkers at the time, he's not anymore, uh, but he's still a soldier in my uh in my unit. Uh he kind of dropped that to me and said, Hey, uh, you know, I use this for my exams as really good flashcards. And I was like, all right, cool. Because I was explaining to him flashcards is really good for me. So he gave me this and uh, I haven't turned back with flashcards with this Anki. There is a video uh, right here. I'm switching over to this one. There's an actual YouTube video that kind of explains the uh, what this actually does. It's from Sans and it's 26 minutes long. No, excuse me. It's 50 minutes long, but it's definitely worth the time. I would go through and watch this thing. It shows you how Anki is used and how it can help you with the, uh, with repetition of recall skills. They call it recall skills because, uh, you know, the way we learn how to, it's, it's really interesting. So if you got a spare, a spare 50 minutes at some point, maybe you're, uh, you know, you're just, uh, playing some games or something and you want and you want something on the other screen you know there's there's uh there's this you can watch um so i'm gonna put that there that's in my links here but it's a great tool um i use it a lot for virtual flashcards is kind of what i use um so so it pro tv the cssp accelerate course this course is put on by a company called um it pro tv and uh, I found them on a podcast called Security Now with Steve Gibson. If you haven't heard of them, um, it, it, that's a good podcast with uh, Stephen Gibson and Leo Laporte right here. Uh, these guys are very knowledgeable. They know what's up basically in the, in the cybersecurity world. Uh, you know, they're really good. Anyways, um, so I listened to them and they have they actually uh, were um, sponsored by these guys at um, and they have a lot of courses, and one of them is the SSP Accelerate course, um, you know. And they go through the courses, and the core, the the videos are very short, and they give you just enough information for you to kind of learn, like just touch the topics. But you gotta do your homework with the stuff because they'll give you notes, they'll give you quizzes, they'll give you flashcards or whatever like that. But you gotta do the work up front um, to do that. Uh, it's not free. You have to pay for it. Um, I think I have the pricing of. Yep, here's the pricing for it. So. IT Pro TV is not free. I have the standard version, which gives me the uh, the courses, online stuff, and everything like that offline. There's also the premium version, which gives you like labs and practice tests and everything like that. So if you're, uh, you know, if you're doing other courses like CEH or Cisco stuff or even you know Kali Linux or anything along those lines, um, you know, they have like labs that you can do. But CSP doesn't have any labs, so it's not useful for you on that. Um, but I use uh, the, in fact, let me see if they have the accelerated course here. Um, let me go back to IT pro, uh, but they have in, they have it down here, I believe, uh, advertised, uh, for as one of their, yeah, right here, the CSSP, uh, uh, CSSP 2021 material. They also have 2018, which is accelerated, but, uh, you know, because the one thing about the CSSP experience, uh, 
uh, experience slash uh, exam is that the material for that doesn't change too much, but they add new things and they get more specific on certain things. Um, so just be aware of that. If you're doing, if you're listening to this, you know, it's now it's 2023. I took it in 2022, even though it was like six months ago, I took this thing. It still have, may have changed a bit. So if you're listening to this, you know, in the future from now at the end of 2023 or 2024, you might want to take a look and see what they've changed or if there's an update. Um, so anyways, this, this course is pretty good. Um, it wasn't my only thing that I used and I think they do have a free trial, which they they had, I believe, I think I saw zero, zero dollars. Um, but it can get kind of pricey, but it's, I think it's worth it if you're going to use it for other things too, besides CSSP. The other one that I kind of took a peek at was, uh, from uh, cyber IT, uh, which is the CSSP accelerated course by Kelly Handerhan. And, uh, right here, she has the CSSP course. So she's pretty good. She has some good, good, uh, takeaways and good, uh, good tips and tricks and good stuff to share on that. I personally didn't help me too much. I mean, I kind of looked at it for a couple things and she was able to explain certain pieces better, but, and once again, all these resources that I, that I didn't help me does not mean they're not going to help for you. You know, you can, you can go ahead and take, do the same resource. And then that might be, Hey, that was the one that, that made me pass. So that was the one that really, really kind of broke it down for me so still check out all those materials i have on here on the screen in, in these notes i'll like i said i'll drop a drop a uh sync a sync box a sync uh link and you can just download it um um so after i studied all that and used all those resources that i just told you about took the exam and i failed um really didn't go anywhere so it's kind of pissed about that so I uh, was like, you know what? I'm going to leave it be. I'll take it next year, which would be 2022. And that's going to be like my final, final, final attempt. I'm not doing this anymore. Like I was about to throw a thing out the garbage and be like, nope, I'm good. I'm good, man. That's it. So attempt number four, 2022. I decided to get this, try this one more time, you know, go balls to the wall, all out, no holds bar, pulls all the punches and everything I can with this. So after begging my civilian employer or my unit, I finally got into the, the SANS P, uh, CSSP prep course, which is the MGT 414 SANS prep course. And finally, I got into this thing. Um, and uh, so there is a process that so the guy that actually uh, that actually taught the taught the car uh, taught the cars taught wow can't even speak taught the course there we go I managed to do it guys congratulations to me um anyways taught the course his name was his name was Dave Miller he's written a couple books in the past uh, one of them was uh, for example the server books right here the like if you knew, I, I went to the Amazon link for you. I'm not uh, watching order like that. So I went to the, so it's right here. The windows 2000 exam book, um, training kit. So it has a book with a, uh, kind of like a, a all toolkit with a, basically a, uh, a little, a little toolkit with a pliers and a bunch of other things, a multi-tool. That's what I mean. Wow. I couldn't even think about it. Multi-tool. Uh, that's him right there down here. Um, but yeah, 
So he taught the taught the course. He has some good tips and tricks and how to do it. And he has kind of a process that helped me pass. I'm going to kind of go through that with you on that. But for the most part, he uh, this course was like straightforward, um, you know, and like it, it, it was it helped me out a lot. Um, and also you get the chance to get GISP, which GISP is the SANS version of CSP. So they, and it teaches you, it tests you on the same body of knowledge as, and it's the same material taught in the same way, except there's a few variance differences that SANS teach you compares to ISC2, but it's all the same material. So what's the difference between those two? Well, not really much. Uh, it's just the name really. Um, and the testing format. So CSSP is a targeted test, closed book. GISP, you can use an index to help you out. So that's like the only difference. And <clears throat> CSSP is more renowned. So you have that. You're, it's it's more, more welcome on your resume than having GISP, unfortunately, which I don't get. It's the same body of knowledge, but whatever. So good news is with GISP, if you study for CISSP, like really hard and ready to take an exam and all that kind of stuff, you'll pass GISP. Um, in fact, I use GISP as my practice exam to kind of simulate how I would do on CSSP. And I got like a 75 on it. So, uh, and I think I only used my index once I made. So that just shows you how, if you study for CSSP, how much and how similar it is, and you can pass GISP without an issue because the questions are more direct. And I'll explain to you a little bit, a little bit later what I mean by that. But so this course, all right, let me get a drink on this one. <clears throat> all right. So this course was a seven day course, Monday, uh, Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. with a five minute break or a 10 minute break at the top of the hour. This course, <clears throat> I know they say with CS is, well, excuse me, with uh, SANS courses, they're like drinking from a fire hose, but this is the epitome of drinking with fire hoses. Um, this one literally was like, go for the hour, break, right back at it um, for the whole day. So, um, but there's just so much information that, of course, like, you know, it was going to be, had to be like that. There's just so much information that they packed in that even seven days is, is not enough, but, um, and even he says that too. So there's a method that David, uh, spoke about and, uh, the method is actually, um, pretty good. Um, so basically what you do for the most part is, um, you go ahead and they give you like a, a evaluation exam you can kind of do after the course to see where you're at. When you go from there, you basically take the the uh, domain that you got the worst in and you start there. Anything from 65 and below, you basically start there and you study that first and then move on and so forth based on the amount of uh, percentage you got on those. Once you're done with that, you... You know, after you studied all the material, you done all that, you're going to 
pound yourself with a bunch of exam questions. Just go over and over and over, pound yourself with exam questions, and then eventually get try to get yourself comfortable. Um, after you've done all that and you've done the questions, you've done the exams, you you studied the, studied the hell out of stuff, um, you should be comfortable ready to take the exam at that point. That was kind of the, the format that he's mentioned. Um, and I followed mostly that to help me, but I did a little extra stuff because I, I always have massive test anxiety uh, when it comes to these things. So I also took a peek into what was called the CSSP um, CBK, which is the Common Bodies of Knowledge. And I have that up on a screen. I went to the link here. But this is the official ISC2 um, book. Like, this is their book. Uh, that book is also like a million pages. Realistically, it's it's over 1,100 pages. Um, and it's a big book. And I'm not going to read the whole entire thing. So I just took pieces of it and I read what I and took a peek at certain things. And that was pretty much it. So, you know, on the day I was about to take the exam, I basically went ahead and like... I spoke to somebody who passed the CSSP. It was one of my co my coworkers at civilian job, and he passed the CSSP recently. And I was explaining to him that I've been studying and everything, and all the resources that I use and everything. And he said, "Well, you know, there's uh, they don't tell you this, but in the back of the Cybex book, so the books that I linked earlier with the bundles right here, I went I flipped back to the the Amazon uh, website. But these books right here, there's actually a link in the back. It'll tell you to go ahead and register the book." And if you register the book, you can get access to their test engine, which their test engine actually has like a good core foundational testing. Uh, in fact, like I use that to study to kind of help. He told me to use that he did this and we recommended I do it too, is to kind of study that before you go take the exam. So... I kind of did that halfway through on day 30, like did that and I probably pretty much like like... Studied that along with the core fundamentals and the CSSP prep net. And I, I'll go through the timeline. And once again, I have a timeline that on this on this lengthy thing here that uh, will will explain what I kind of did and what you can follow along with what I did here. But that, that Cybex book engine is actually surprisingly pretty good and it helps you with the core foundations and studying that. Um, so that was pretty interesting. So four days before the exam, I basically reviewed i did exam testing and anything that i need to brush up on i did that um and you know it that was pretty much that for the last like two to three days on the day before the exam i did absolutely nothing you know i went and had played some games i went outside you know whatever i don't, I don't remember what i did but you know i just chilled out for the most part I took a relax and took it easy um so on day of the exam I went in uh, the test center. Okay, so this is how the this is how the test center and how everything rolls with the exam. All right. So I went into the test center. At the test center, you're going to put all your stuff, and I'm sure this is similar to other exams too. But you put all your stuff in a locker. Uh, when you go through this part, it's a little bit different. You're going to go to the desk. They're going to hand palm you. Uh, they're going to take your your hand palm your 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 hand palm, basically, your print there, and then you're going to go walk through, and you're going to go ahead and get pat down. 
and you want to, you know, don't have anything in your pockets, nothing like that. You can't bring anything into the exam room. Um, so once you do all that, they're going to go ahead and get your computer ready for you. Then they're going to escort you to your computer. Once they escort you to your computer, you're going to sit down and then you're going to go ahead and, and start the stuff and get ready to take the exam. So took me about three hours to get through the exam. I, uh, you know, I got it to 125 questions. I was definitely, definitely dreading it because as I was going through it, I was looking through and I was like, oh my God, I'm totally going to bomb this thing. Uh, some of the questions I was just getting were too easy. Some of them were too hard. And I was like, so if you were the guy looking at the camera, looking at me at the test, like the test center, I was like this. And like, I'm pretty sure that guy's like, wow, that dude hates his life right now. But, uh, yeah, so that was me. So after I was done with the exam, I got out of the booth. I walked up and I went back out and the, the tech, the test proctor was there. And I was like, man, I totally, you know, effing fail that thing, man. And he's like, I'm sorry to hear that. He goes, well, he goes, here's our printout up in front. Let's go take a look. I go, all right. Yeah. So we go out to the front. I grab the print, the paint. He gives me the paper. He goes, here you go. And I took a look and I was looking for the, the domains. Like I'm looking like for the, the wrong domains. And I go, wait, where are they? And then it was like, congratulations. And I go, no effing way. I just passed this effing exam. And the guy, the test partner goes, congratulations. I'm glad. And then I turned to him and I go, no, you don't understand. I passed this effing exam. And he looked at me like I just grew another head and was like, okay, have a good day and walked away, and which is totally justified. I, I would have done the same thing. Like this weirdo is like, you know, staring me dead in the face with like the most intense look being like, I just passed the exam. It's like, dude, get a life. I get it. I'm just doing my job here and trying to congratulate you. So I, I kind of, I kind of get it. I kind of get it 100%. So, um. But that's basically how my experience went. You know, it went from doing, so I got the course, I did my studying, I did the evaluation of the uh, of the tests or whatever like that, studied basically anything 65 and below, I studied that, and then after after I was done with that, pounded myself with test questions, and then I studied, went back, and I went back and studied the fundamentals halfway through, just to make sure I was doing good, and I did CSSP prep net. Anki, all these things I just kind of told you, and then Vanya led up to the last remaining days. That's kind of like the summary of the timeline. Uh, I'm going to go more detail in a few minutes here. So, oh, geez. That's my experience with CSSP. Uh, my coworkers at the time, and my coworkers now, um, they, at the time, they had to go through me with this. I was doing CSSP question of the day and they hated it. Like it was like every single day. I was like, Hey guys, you want the CSSP question of the day? And at first it was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I would show them and they're like, that's stupid as hell, man. I was like, I know. And then eventually it was like, Hey, you want the CSSP question of the day? It's like, no, it's like, okay, all right. I'm going to tell you anyways, here we go. And they're like, Oh my God. So People hated me in the office for a little while, but you know what? It was all for the best, um, and I passed the exam, and once again, I thank you. If you are a coworker of mine, I appreciate your help and uh, going through this with me. Thank you very much for when it happened. Anyways, so now that I've talked to you about the experience, I'm going to kind of give you some 
CISSP exam tips and guidelines of passing and I think the timeline's down here in about yeah. So I kind of have like a cookie cutter timeline towards the bottom. So here are the tips and guidelines I have on passing this thing, okay? So we're going to start with the basics. Number 1. Don't freak out, okay? I know this is kind of this is kind of uh hard to say, especially coming from somebody who has a test anxiety like me when it comes to any exam. I mean like you'd be like, "What's your name?" on an exam and I'll be like, "Oh, I don't know. So, um, you know, somebody has bad test anxiety, it is, it's hard to do, but don't freak out when you're taking an exam. It's, you know, you're calmer when you take an exam, you know, the better, the calmer you are, the better you can analyze the question and the answer. So just stay, try to stay calm. Next thing is, is go back and go in there with a positive attitude. Again, this is coming from me. It's kind of hard to do, but try your best to go in there and say that you're going to go in there and pass, right? If you fail, it's so whatever, you know, it's just an exam. You could always go read back and retake it. Just study, take it again or whatever like that. Just find out your weaknesses and just go back. If this is for a, a, a promotion at work or to get a job, then, you know, hopefully you pass. Um, if not, then just learn from it and move on. But go in there with a positive attitude and, you know, just go in there thinking that to help you out. It's part of the mindset, okay? So, you know, because the, the whole thing with CSSP, the mindset is you got to think like a mild wide inch deep is what they talk about. You know, you got to think big picture and a little bit, not the technical person, like the technical brain and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm a technical person. Here's a problem. I want to fix it. You know, if you're a technical guy like me, if you find an issue, you want to fix it, right? You'll go try to figure out that issue. If you're in CSSP, the mindset is more so along the lines of, I want to fix this thing, but how, what resources do I need and how is this going to affect my business? Um, you know, you're not going to worry about fixing things. That's not your job. That's the uh, security engineer or that's the, uh, you know, the analyst or whatever like that. Your job is to figure out if this is going to impact my business and <clears throat> what resources I can use to kind of help myself get back to recovery. That's what this is about. So, number three, kind of what I just said, actually, the technical people like me think differently. You know, if you're a technical person, it's going to be hard taking this exam. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be very hard. Um, you know, you have to think differently. You have to get into mindset. You know, once again, as I said, in this mile wide inch deep, think the big picture, but don't think too much into it. You only, only want to know this amount of knowledge with this exam. Okay. If you're not taking a tech, this, if you're not a technical person, and you're taking this exam, you actually might have a better, easier time doing this. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. The reason why is because you don't have the mindset and, and there's nothing against you on saying that just, you don't have the mindset of people who are technical. I've been in there and been doing this for a while. You know, it's kind of like you have kind of have like a brain that's kind of fresh in a way you're thinking, man, if you've been in management, then this, this is going to help you out a lot because you could think like. The, like the manager to help you out with that. Don't get me wrong. You know some technical stuff, but it's more so along the lines of managerial style thinking in a way. Um, but, you know, the good thing is, is that, you know, if you're not technical, there's also people, there's also college uh, students, you know, that just come out of school and they pass this exam right away. It's because they haven't been in the real world doing this stuff. And that's okay. They, that, and that's good for them. They have advantage because they, they can get to learn this stuff. They're like, oh yeah, no, I learned that in class. and all that. They haven't actually put in practical use. So to them, this is just another exam, you know, 
it's not it's not like a a, a thing and this kind of leads me into number five stay away from the factor well in my job right and that's something i had to get over with because I always go well my job because the questions in CSSP, some, um, a lot of them are unrealistic. Like you'll look at them and you'll be like, no, nah, dude, that's not what you do. Like what, you know, what I've done in the past in my previous positions is I've done this. No. Well, in my job is not what you want in this. It's going to make you fail. You want to, you want to think about, you know, just like not, not doing that. Right. Like just, just thinking like, well, I can go ahead and do, I can go ahead and uh, you know, this is this is CSSP land. It's 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 going to be unrealistic at some point. So just go with the flow on that. You want to know what CSSP wants you to know? Whatever's in a CBK, what I linked above, just look at that, right? Just just do that, um, and you'll be okay. Number six, make sure you schedule the exam. Uh, for a time that's good for you, right? You know, for me, it's 9 to 10 a.m. in the morning. You know, it gives me enough time to sleep in, get some breakfast, you know, get my mind ready for the exam, give myself a prep talk, that kind of stuff. For you, maybe like, you know, uh, you know, early ri- if you're an early riser, might be for you in the morning, you know, it might be for you at night, if you're late, you know, whatever. Whatever is enough for you to get enough sleep, enough food, enough whatever to get you in the mindset, make sure you schedule the free exam for you at a proper time. And the last thing that my wife actually told me was, um, go with your gut. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to do, um, but go with your gut. 80% of the time that you click an answer, it's probably going to be right. Um, you know, but not saying all the time because sometimes you may click an answer, you get wrong and that's how you really felt. And then you get it wrong. You know, I've done that in practice exams where I'll go, yeah, I, I know that's the answer. I'll get that. And then I'll go to the next question. It's like, oh, you're wrong. And I was like, oh, damn it. And the one that I was going to pick after that. But if you some most of the time, though, it's the second guess is like, I find that if I go, yeah, I'm going to choose this one. Uh, let me second guess. I'm going to go to this one. I end up being wrong. But it's also kind of my favorite. So like I said, 80%. That's why. Because there's always that 20% where, you know, second guessing does help. But mostly you want to go with your gut. If you, if you, if you studied and it's in your brain, subconscious, pull it out. It's going to be in your gut. Just make sure you try to do that, right? Uh, use that to your advantage. So we're now going to get into like the meat and potatoes, right? Um, you know, and, and one one big factor is I know this is a rough exam. So like I said, um, if you fail, you know, well, like I said, if you fail the exam, you know, it's, 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 once again, it's just an exam, right? Um, so we're getting into the meat and potatoes now. This whole entire timeline. My, my this is my example timeline. So this is not gospel. This is what I kind of went through, and what I used. If you want to use the same thing and it helps you, please, by all means, go ahead. If not, you are going to find your own timeline. You're going to find your own way to do it. Um, so hopefully, this can help you out. So here we go. So from day zero to seven, basically you're gonna I highly recommend you getting a course. <clears throat> the course would be the SANS Management 414 course, but it's also eight thousand dollars. So that's pretty expensive. Um so if you can't afford it, try to get your company to pay for it. If you can't do that, then there's also another alternative. There's the global knowledge CSSP prep course. And that one's actually pretty good. I've heard some good reviews. I haven't taken it personally, but 
I know previous coworkers of mine have taken it and they've, they've passed and done pretty well. So that one's only uh, close to $3,000. So that one's a little less more and more affordable. Um, if you can't afford those, then I just say try IT Pro TV and Cyberry. Um, at least you get a course out of it in some shape or form. So try to get hooked up with a course of some sort. After you take the course from whatever company you want or you or you choose or whatever it is, take the practice of one of the practice exams they give you because they're they all going to give you a practice exam at some point. Take those practice exams and try to gauge where you're at with them. Uh, for me with SANS, it was like they gave you a a assessment before the actual course began to see what your knowledge is. Then they gave you one after to see where you're at so you can go from study from there. Um, you know, use all the books and the and everything like that. If you can go ahead and, and bridge yourself and get the, the Cybex uh, test engine together, that's great. Get your Anki flashcards together. Um, you know, I have I know I have that down on the down here on the on the screen saying seven to thirty five, so it kind of ties into that. Get those Anki decks decks ready for that. So day seven to thirty five. Uh, once again, you know I said get your Anki together, so you can study every day, build that knowledge. Once you are done, um, once you have that going on, you're studying along with your resources too. You know your practice exams. Kind of the rubric I went with, and I kind of mentioned a little bit was. Anything got in domain I got was 65 and below, I restudied and retested. 65% to 80%, I went back and I did a review and I retested. And 80% and above, I was good year, I was good in that domain. Really didn't need to be too uh, too much there. Um once you do that and you're feeling pretty good with the concepts, right? Um, and you got the and you got the uh, foundation stuff, like kind of down with that. I would go down, go and start using CSSP PrepNet because you're going to need it. That's a whole different ball game. So from day 35 to 45, you're going to want to go, you know, um, at this point, you're going to want to go based on what you've been scoring. You've been scoring high all this time on stuff. Now you're going to go to CSSP PrepNet and you're going to score low on these. Um, these are really, really hard. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are really, really hard questions and they try to justify it and help you out and explain to you. So if I go in fact, I'm going to go back to the page here. If I click on free practice quiz and I go to start quiz, you'll see like they'll give you context and stuff on certain things. So this is not one right here, one right here. Okay. One right here. When you get to like the ones that have the scenarios or the weird questions. So like right here, this one. This one right here, like, for example, give you an explanation. This is especially challenging because it contains distractors, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, it'll tell you that this is distracting. And this is this is not this is not you. It's the exam. It's the questions. I know because they try to, the CSSP tries to go ahead and, and get you with words and the way they format their questions. That's the whole reason why this exam is hard. Not because you don't, you know the knowledge. I know the knowledge really well. It's just the way they word the exams. It's like an English test along with it. Um, so, so from, like I said, from 30, 30, 35 to 45, you're going to, you're going to get forties, you're going to get thirties and it's going to be a real bummer, but you know what? Um, eventually you're going to start, you're going to start hitting those at some point, but I'll give you an example. So one of those example questions, um, I wonder if this, this practice exam here, uh, if you, uh, yeah. 
that one's not what I was looking for. Anyways, so one like this, like for example, this is one that's in test questions later on. So Robert sends you a message. The crypto system runs on a, ha a hash on the message. Uh, the, the digest is then encrypted using Robert's private key. The This process is most likely describes A. And then I give choices here. Um, if you can see the example in my, uh, in my actual uh, notes here. But basically, uh, the answer here is the the I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again actually. So, Robert sends you a message. Okay, the crypto system runs a hash on this message. The digest is then encrypted using Robert's private key. This process most likely describes bullet one, and a symmetric crypto crypto system with public and non-public keys. Bullet two. A digital hashing system with strong digest and collision resistant algorithms. Bullet three, Robert's digital signature that may have used a weak hashing algorithm. Bullet D, which is a messaging system with a strong cryptographic solution, possibly weak hashing algorithms. So if you want, you can pause the video here, pause the podcast and answer it yourself. Okay. So if you did that and you're back, here we go. So if you said bullet three, which was Robert's digital signature that may have used a weak hashing algorithm, you are correct. But wait, like, I thought we were talking about asymmetric encryption, right? Like, it talked about up at the top, crypto, crypto system runs a hash on his message. And then the digest is then encrypted with Robert's private key. That's, that's a, a asymmetric encryption, right? Yeah, but that's a system, right? A, a asymmetric encryption is a system. They're looking for the process, which if you look at all these kind of things right here, every one of them pretty much has system in it, right? They're looking for a process. This one is the only one that doesn't really have a system in it. It has, it has nothing referring to system. So in this case... What is this answer right here? Robert's digital signature may have used a weak hashing algorithm because it's not talking about a system. It's talking about a process, and that's the only one that does not have system in the question. I mean, in the answer. It's messed up, right? But this is the it's asinine. These are the questions you're gonna get in CSSP. It's 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 these minute little things, these minute little words that change the whole dynamics of the question. You got to be paying attention to. You really need to know the material difference between the system and a process for this kind of thing. Because if this would have said this system most likely describes, yes, then it's an asymmetric crypticism system. We already we already we already talked about that. It's asymmetric, right? So those are just the examples of like what you'll get at CSSP. It's ridiculous. Um, now I'm off my rant on that. So here's another book that kind of helps you break it down along with CSSP, excuse me, CSSP PrepNet's uh, breakdown right here on the screen. Um, along with that, there is another book I'm going to show you on Amazon right now. It's called 70 Tips and Tricks for Mastering CSSP Exam. And this one's pretty good. I'll go into the preview real quick. Um, so basically, like, if you if I scroll down, it'll show you an example of a question here. And give you the answers, then it'll give you like the analysis, the statement, the question, the solution. So it kind of it kind of breaks it down, which is nice. 
Uh, I peeked at this for a little while. It kind of helped me out. get the help with the mindset a bit. So you can use that too to help you out. So on day 45 to 55, you should start being getting comfortable with those CSSP prep questions. Um, you should start seeing 70s, 75s. Now, I'm not saying it every single time you take a, a quiz. I mean, if you are, congratulations to you. Those are really hard ones. But you should start seeing every now and then 70s, 75s. Um, you know, I just want to let you know also when I was taking these and I was like studying for this. Right before the exam, I I was getting still 50s. I That doesn't mean like I was getting 50s the whole entire time. I did manage to get myself uh, a few 75s, a few 85s, and even a 95 one time. I, I crushed that one. Um, but get as many of those 70 to 75 windows as you can. It means you're going in the right direction with those questions. Those questions are uh, really tough. So if you're doing pretty good on those, you're going to do decent on the exam or you're going to have a good shot passing the exam. Um, when you're done with that, now that your brain has been fried, go back to the fundamentals, right? Go back to the Cybex questions from the test engine they gave you. Go back to the core, fun, uh, fun, uh, core fundament, fundamentals because you're going to forget about those because you're going to be too busy trying to be super analytical with the questions they give you for on, on CSS PrepNet. And you're gonna you're gonna go and you're you're gonna go back to the basics. And be like, oh yeah, that's right. These are the basics. I totally forgot about that. So, and sometimes you need to go back and refresh the basics. You're so absorbed in the uh, the being analytical with these questions that you totally forget the whole reason why you're, uh, you know, you're looking at the foundations that help because the foundations of fundamentals help you answer the question. <clears throat> they don't give you the answer to the question. They help you support the facts to get the answer to the question. Right. It's really, really ridiculous. So, um, also there's this document called the sunflower and I think I have them one up here. If not, I'll just click on the link here and go to it real quick. Yep. Right here. So this is the sunflower for CSSP. I went to that link and I put it up on the screen here. And if you click that, it'll take you to the actual, um, PDF. And for people who are not watching, um, but basically it's a it's a giant PDF. It has how many pages in this thing has? This thing has 37 pages. It covers all the domains. And it's a kind of like a giant cheat sheet. Now, I wouldn't use this for your entire studying. Like your your this like this is a good review. Like if, if you're if you if you want to take a snapshot and review all this and everything like that when you're kind of going through and getting through the final days. Perfect. Yeah, this is good for that. But this is not your study tool for everything. This is not going to be your all studying tool for CSSP. Okay. Um, but yeah, it basically has like a giant, like, um, you know, table kind of sort of thing it has different categories like concepts, risk, responsibilities, control frameworks, regulations. And then they have the, the the words on it and the definitions next to them and some examples sometimes and uh, things you need to be paying attention to in CSSP. Um, you know, so I took a peek at that because uh, I looked at it before and I've done it and I've used it more in the past before and it didn't really help me too much. But um, once again, it may have not helped me, but for you, it may be the one that helps you and pushes you over the edge of the past, right? So take a look at it when you get a moment. Um, so day 55 to 63 review, 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 tighten up on everything, right? If you done go back through the book, 
take a few quizzes, test questions, review, go back, do it up. Uh, you know, make sure you're, you're, you're tightening the tightening, the T's crossing the T's and dotting the I's, as I say, make sure day 64 do absolutely nothing, right? Clear your mind, relax, play some video games, write a poem, sing, play some Kube. Okay. If you guys don't know what Kube is, it is a game that's pretty fun. I'm going to show it to you on the screen real quick, not go too much on a tangent, but here is like a, a that's that's basically right there in Kube on here, and here's a picture of Kube. It's a game where there's you know uh, a bunch of different pawns, wooden pawns, and there's a king in the middle, and you got wooden batons. You get to throw it. It's like a, a cross between uh, horseshoe and uh, cornhole. So really fun game. Relax your mind. Go grab a beer. Play that you know, or or a root beer. Sorry, sorry for for uh, you know doing a little more safer work things. A root beer, okay. Um, but chill out. That's what I'm trying to say. Just chill out, get a good night's rest. Okay. And make sure you're ready for the exam. Day 65, the day of the exam, have a good, healthy breakfast beforehand. Maybe go get a workout beforehand, get the endorphins going on, you know, just make sure you get a good meal beforehand and don't bring any study material to the test center. Okay. That's just going to increase your anxiety. It's going to make you double think things. It's going to make you get, you know, potentially make you second guess on the exam. Don't do it. Just leave all your time. Plus, I don't think they let you in with the, in the testing center with that anyways. It says it in the rules, but um, if they do, don't do it. It's just going to make things worse for you. Don't do it. Okay. And then just go in there and crush the exam. Go in there. All those tips I told you, the basics, right? Go in there and crush the exam. Okay. So after you pass the exam, once again, I kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to give, tell you the rundown of it. Okay. And in a small, quick summary, how that works, follow the requirements on to fill out the application, sign up at the site, find somebody who's a CSSP and who's could endorse you or have ISC to endorse you. Wait about six to eight weeks. Find out if you're an associate of CSSP, if you're an associate, build up the stuff the uh, experience, come back and submit it. If not, if you're CSSP, rate. Pay the $135 maintenance fee that they slap you with. Then you're going to receive a portfolio in the mail uh, that has a certificate. In fact, I think I have mine handy right here, so hold on one second. Yep. 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 I have mine right here, so you'll get this nice little portfolio, right? Uh, for you, those of you who are not looking at the video. I had this CSSP um, portfolio, see, uh, welcome, and then it has your wonderful, wonderful CSSP, um, you know, certificate in there and everything, so, and it gives you like the information on the side and earning and how to keep up with your maintenance fees because they love it so much and they want your fees and they want your money and yeah, money grab. Um, anyways, so. Yeah, so you'll get a portfolio in the mail when you're said and done. You finally have it, right? And, uh, you know, that, that that's how that goes. Um, so congratulations to CSSP at that point. So if you fail, once again, don't get too upset. Uh, I've said that many times. You know, it's just an exam. And the only reason why I say it many times is because I know after the exam, I get bummed out a lot, right? Uh, and I feel like yeah, I don't know anything. So just don't get too upset. Learn from the experience. Learn from what you get, you know. Especially this is for, for your first attempt. You only you can take it again in thirty days. Just study review. Perfect. 
30 days is a perfect amount of time, in my personal opinion, as I mentioned before. If this is your fourth or fifth time, I think it's time you take a break, okay? Uh, and then later on, after you take your break from bashing your head against the wall or moving to a third world country, as I mentioned in the beginning, um, you know, come back from the third world country and um, try to get yourself in a course. Um, or if you want to, you know, do it virtually somehow on a remote island or something, you're really welcome to. Anyways, um, yeah, go try to get yourself in a course. One of the courses I mentioned above and then retake the exam again. Uh, you know, you also have the option not to take the exam again, right? I mean, if you're not taking it for a promotion at work or to get a job, you also have the option not to take it, right? If you want to, if you want to try it out, you don't have to take it again. Um, think about it that way. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I almost said F it, right? I almost said F it after the, the final attempt. I said, no, I am not doing this anymore after this is my final attempt. If I don't pass it, this is it. That, that, that was going to, I was literally going to say that's it. Right. And I was just going to settle if I was going to pass my GSP. I'll take that. Or even even before the fact I got even gotten the course, I was like, this is going to be like my final attempt. I'm tired of taking this exam. I've been trying to get it since 2018. Not doing it anymore. So there's always that option, too. But I don't recommend it. Uh, you know, I always recommend just keep going at the test and eventually you'll pass it. But there's always that option, too. If you're just, if you have no ties to it, if you have a job that you're, you know, a promotion or something you need to get a job, well. Um, I would suggest you try to do your best to pass it so you can get the promotion or get that job, right? So, uh, you know, and, and that's it. That's the CSSP experience and how it works and how it blows and everything like that. So um, on the bottom of here, I have a summary list of the resources I used in my studies. It has the links. It has what I highly recommend, the ones that you use. Um, I have a list of the courses that I used and which ones I highly recommend. And then I have the link to the educational podcast to listen to that you can go ahead and um, take a look at when you, when you get a chance that kind of, you know, I listen to. I like that podcast. It gives me up to date my cybersecurity. So something else for you to listen to other than me, because uh, I know sometimes with me and my uh, my wonderful, wonderful English that I can speak very well in a podcast. Um it's not always the best you want to hear. So anyways, that's my uh, CSP experience. I hope you took away some good stuff from this. I hope you learned some stuff. I hope that you uh, can take some of the stuff that I gave you and use that to your advantage. And maybe you'll get the same experience or maybe you'll get a different experience. Um, I'm more than happy to hear your experience. If you want, just message me on Patreon or message me, email me, however you want to contact me and let me know if you do. Um, I'd be interested to know how many times and how many attempts so we can all be in the same club together and kind of be like uh, in an AA meeting talking about, hello, my name is so-and-so and, -so, and uh, you know, this is my so-and-so time taking uh, time taking uh, CSSP. So um, anyways, thanks a lot. Once again, you're inside the loop with Jay. Peace out.